Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Country Chats podcast. I hope you're all keeping well and staying safe. Things are thankfully starting to look up. There's a few gigs coming up uh, across Ireland and England over the summer. I think we're going to get out dancing or at least at a concert or driving soon enough. So things are looking good. I'm feeling positive over here at the podcast anyway. As always, I'm here every week uh, talking to different artists and singers and dancers and, and whoever else I can get on. And uh, today is no different. I have a man from County Tyrone here in front of me. Lee Matthews is uh, live on Zoom with me here. Lee, how are things? I'm great, Sandra. How are you? I'm not too bad. All good. I love sitting down for these chats. It's like meeting someone new every day or every week. It's great fun. It's like going for coffee dates with loads of different people. I know. I'm in the comfort of my own living room here, so it's just very chilled out. Yeah, I know. I tell you, you make your own cup of tea. You don't have to pay for it and you can sit down (laughs) and relax. And we definitely have the heat on today because, as we were saying before I started recording, the weather is awful, both in Mayo and up in the north. It is, and it's nearly summer, which is it's scary. Yeah, you're there in the t-shirt though. You look quite warm. <laughs> it's actually, you know what? It's the weather's bad, but it's actually pretty warm. I'm always warm. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm the opposite. A girl says it's always, it's always cold, and I'm always warm. There you go, warm blooded, <laughs> hot blooded. <laughs> so how are things I mean look obviously we won't talk about COVID too much but things change for everyone but actually you're quite, kind of busy the last few weeks because you have a new song and a new video out yeah um, basically it's something that came about uh, was it late last year early January um, everyone in the music business didn't know what was going on to be honest um, and everyone's going by these restrictions and stuff like that and I've always been behind the scenes, like writing music and stuff uh, since the first lockdown. But it was only in January I decided, you know, that's now is the time to put something out there. And uh, there was actually a grant that came out for artists in the north uh, through the Arts Council. And they would fund some recording of, of songs and stuff like that. So I actually, thank God, I got awarded that grant. And uh, I went into the studio, went back in with Jonathan Owens. And I released, I think she likes me just, was it last week, two weeks ago? And uh, that's, that, for a lot of people, that's the first they've probably heard of me in years. Um, yeah, so I'll be honest, it's been a while. Cause I feel like once upon a time you were everywhere and you were bringing song <laughs> after song and they were all brilliant hits, like, you know, and they were being played. And I know I used to play them at my dance classes and, and then you kind of disappeared on us for a while, but you're yeah. back. <laughs> I took a hiatus. Yes. I went well off deserved. The, well I deserved. Went off, I went off into the desert with a backpack and no one's seen me since. You were finding yourself. <laughs> finding myself. Nah, nah, but you know what it is? It's kind of like, I think the last the last track I had out before that was Marie and that was 2018. And I made an album along with that as well. And basically I was touring right up until, uh, I think it was the start of the year that obviously 2020, it was, I toured up to about January. And then with the whole coronavirus, it just kind of knocked everything back. And uh, like, like everyone else, you know, they spent a lot of time at home. And no one really knew what, what was going to happen. And ever, we're still, we don't really know where everything's going. I know everything's opening up uh, very slowly here. Uh, hopefully now we'll be back out in the concerts in the next few months. Um, I, I know a lot of the venues are only going to be doing like half capacity and stuff like that. So maybe it might work for a lot of the bands, but, you know, hopefully now that the worst is over us and we can get back to doing what we all love. Yeah. And for no, me, I that's me. For, the, for me, that's performing and yes. releasing songs. 
And when you were touring right up until COVID, were you, was it Irish touring or were you in the UK or where were you kind of all over the place? Basically, I I, I would have done the, nor- the normal country circuit, like a lot of the bands, um, yourself. I see you're, you do all the dancing and stuff like that. So um, we would have done all like the dancing venues and stuff like that around the country. Uh, mostly, mostly up uh, in the north side. And then in the last... Uh, last few years we would have been down more towards the west and east of the country and obviously in the past I've been over to Scotland and uh, done gigs overseas as well um, but we, we didn't just exclusively stay on the Irish scene so we I would have done like different kinds of shows um, like we did an MTV weekend show in uh, Ebrington uh, Square in Derry a few years ago and that, that wasn't really strictly country, but there was different acts from different genres on there too. So we would kind of like do all that kind of stuff because my my uh, my live shows, I kind of play, play a variety of music. So I play the Irish country stuff. I play obviously my own songs and then I would do maybe a medley of something like a rock melody or pop melody or something like that. So, but basically, you know, uh, uh, the, your question was basically about the, I, where was I turned? That, that's basically what I've been doing. So up until then, uh, I was doing all that and then just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even though you, you, so as you said, your last song that you brought out was in 2018 with Marie, but even though you weren't bringing music out, you were gigging constantly, you're on the road, you were touring around concerts, gigs, festivals, whatever was, whatever yeah. was going. Yeah. Um, and how going. does it feel now? Obviously it's great to bring out new music again. And how do you feel now bringing it out three years later? Do you feel different than you would have before? Or is there a different buzz? Sorry, I'm trying the hot chocolate here. It gets, at least hot chocolates get cold very, very yeah, fast. Do you know what? This is probably my most laid back podcast ever because the two of us are here with the cups of tea. Um, I Hello? don't know if there's any Villa fans, um, Aston Villa fans listening. If you're on the video, you can see my mug. I'm very proud of my my Villa my villa fandom. But uh, yeah, we're very laid back with our cups of tea. I can't even remember what we were talking about. Oh yeah, the buzz. Is there a different the feel buzz. now after so long bringing out um, this new song? Do you know what? Do you know what? I've noticed um, because me, I'm not a big, big social media person. Um, I would probably be somewhere in the middle of like a lot of the older artists wouldn't really be that active on social media. And then you've got a lot of new young artists coming through and they're really active. I'd be kind of in the middle, you know. I was but going I try to say, my best. where do you put yourself there? It's like you're saying the older ones, you're not yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. that old. Yeah, yeah. And well, for someone that may not do social media. Maybe maybe have... wiser, old is the wrong word. Wiser. That's yeah, the wiser. Well, you're, for the, old, you're the older generation. Too bad because you've 30,000 followers on Instagram, is it? Or like oh, you've... I, 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 don't even, I don't even keep track. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. As long as, as long, I just, I just go on to see the people writing to me and stuff like that. But, um, uh, yeah, so I see, I see myself somewhere in the middle of that. But you were asking about the change. What I've noticed is there's so many new artists since the time, even the time three years ago when I did my last song. Mm-hmm. There's so many new artists, and a few of them I recognise, few of them, a few of them I, I don't know. Um, but it's great, it's great for the scene because they're all younger as well, and it's like new blood coming under the scene. And I think they're getting younger every year. You know, I suppose like in. Like I, I'd be going to, I'm on the dancing scene, got about 10 years, like plus, yeah. To, yeah. And like back then there was probably only like one or two teenagers. Now there's, you know, a lot more coming up the ranks, 17, 18, 19 year olds. It's, yeah. yeah, it's getting uh, much bigger. Thank God. It's good. It's good for the scene, you know, because it means, you know, the scene's going to keep regenerating through the ages. And you know, these young artists will bring a different style to it. Uh, and because uh, obviously you don't want, the, you don't want the thing disappearing. You want mm-hmm. it to keep 
keep repeating over and over again, you know, when it's good, it's good for the scene. But that's that is something that I've noticed. I've noticed that there's new artists out there. And obviously, um, I brought a, the song I brought out, you know, was kind of it's like something I don't know if people thought um, is it a Lee Matthews song or is it something different? But it's it's kind of got a bit of everything to it. Uh, so hopefully, you know, hopefully people people seem to be liking the song so far. It is. I was listening to it. I was listening to it just before um, the podcast, just to get into the Lee Matthews vibe. And uh, no, it's a it's a nice feel good song, and it's nice and kind of up. It's it's just happy, isn't it? It's it's got happy. a nice little beat to it. Yeah, people need to be happy because it's it's been such a, a negative year. Mm-hmm. You know, people a lot of people have been suffering with like a lot of um, stress and depression and stuff like that. And um, I think we all just need a bit more positivity in our lives. You know, yeah. definitely. And it's it's something that. Like a, a lot of my songs is most of my songs is kind of like I try to make them feel good, uh, but th- that one is a happy little song. And I've actually got another one which uh, I actually wrote last year, and it's basically it's all been recorded and everything. So it, it it's gonna be the it's gonna be the summer track. Great. So, so we can I mean, all look forward to that. It'll hopefully be out in um, end of July August. Okay, good. Okay, it'll de- yeah. It'll definitely be out. It'll definitely be out by August. Okay. Definitely. Okay, you've heard that. it here now, guys. It's coming out. This episode <laughs> will be going out some stage, end of May, early cool. June. Um, so that gives us plenty of time to tell all the listeners. So you can keep an eye out for that. And I don't know if you can tell us or not. I mean, what's the plans going forward then? Are you going to keep releasing new music again? Are you kind of back in that frame of mind or album? I know you might be able to give everything away. Um, I've actually, I've written quite a few songs. The three songs, so the first song that uh, came out with I Think She Likes Me is actually a cover of a song from the 90s, which was, I, lo- I love this song. There was a guy called Billy Gilman. And when I was, we were both around the same age and it was actually a relative of mine from America gave me this album when I was the same age as him. I think I was a year older than him. And I was just like, oh, this kid is amazing. And he did that song, I Think She Likes Me on it. And um, it was actually he actually covered the song as well but so i that was the first song i brought out this is i'll bring a cover out first and then uh, i've obviously written two more songs that i've already recorded uh which one now will be the one in august and the next one i don't know when that'll be but every one of them is completely different yeah which you is know, good to all, have a good all, mix like yeah they're all different but they're not different like not one one isn't like heavy metal and the other one's like country they're all they're all country but uh I suppose this next one is more in the lines of a Cotton Eye Joe kind of a song or Far More It's a Wife. It's, it's, it's kind of in between the two, maybe. Good. So I can look forward to a good dancing song. Uh, oh, it's definitely, definitely a good dancing song. It's a good dancing song and it's a good, like, driving in your car if you're a country fan, feel good kind of a song as well. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I like it. That sounds all good to me. And, you know, one question that comes to mind, actually, and I always mean to ask people this. I always wonder, so you said the song you have out at the moment is a cover. When, whenever yeah. an artist wants to do a cover do you have to ask permission or can you just record whatever you want or how does that work i've always wondered and i've never asked yeah so the the legality of it is if a song has been released uh officially anybody can cover a song you don't have to ask for any permission but usually the company the record company that you're with or the uh publishing company so whenever a publishing company looks after like royalties for writing uh, writers of the songs so they would collect royalties on behalf of the person. So like Cotton Eye Joe, for example, good song, yeah. but Fred, you yeah. didn't you didn't write that one. So well, actually, well, <laughs> this this is the thing. Listen, the Cotton Eye Joe, right, is actually two hundred years old. Wow. Yeah. So the song Cotton Eye Joe is two hundred years old. Stop. It's actually 
there's nobody credited. I was going to say, no song. one's getting royalties for that. <laughs> but I actually wrote in my song, I wrote all the verses myself. Yeah. So that those verses are actually me that wrote those. But the chorus is 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 an old folk song from the 1800s. I never knew so, it was that old. Yeah. So because people, I remember people saying to me, oh, it's not like the original. And, and I would go, oh, well, what's the original? And they would think, oh, it's the Rednecks in the 90s. But that was just a dance remix. If you actually go back, Ricky Skaggs, and people were doing that song for years, The Chieftains. That, that song has been around for a long, long time. That's you know what mad. I mean? It was, yeah. So the dance the dance song was obviously very, very popular around the world and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But uh, but there you are. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. So you, you can literally do any, you can pick any song you want and record it and you don't, there's no problem. There's a bit of uh, trouble sometimes if you want to change things. Okay. If you like, if you, if you take someone's song and you just do something crazy with it or you change the lyrics, I think you, there's a process to that, but I okay. haven't really been in that situation yet. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it depends on how big the song is and how big the artist is. It is, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just that I've always wondered about that and never thought to ask it. So there we go now. So you can, you can kind of do what you want, but you might get caught depending on, on how popular the song is. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, that's really interesting, actually. Um, I don't know how I got into that. Just asked the random question. Um, it, is, but, it, is, it is a very, it is a question that a lot of people have asked, you know. A lot yeah, because I was thinking years. even like, do yeah. people have to go and like email the likes of God, Shania Twain or Dolly Parton and say, hey, can I, not quite as simple as I've just put it, but do you know, do they have to get in touch with Dolly Parton's publishing company and say, can we use the song or that's so interesting. There we go. I think back in the day, I think back in the day, like people would have just sort of like, I don't know, just trying to be nice, you know, maybe have contacted the artist, but a lot of artists are too big to contact. So I think the law is there for basically the likes of people. Sure, look at the many people on YouTube that's making covers of songs, you know, and you can't, artists can't track down every one of those. Yeah. What usually, what you say happens is whenever you upload a cover song onto like a, a, a platform like YouTube, you'll get a, a thing straight away saying that, a publishing company or something like BNG or mm. are now controlling the royalties for this section of the song. Yeah, this it, it comes on straight away and, and when you go into the private and you're a private account thing, you know. So that's that's how it works. So it's all that's switched on. Everything mad. is on the everything's on the system. That is mad. Now I know myself I done I done Zoom dance classes during lockdown and I used I had a Facebook group that I used to pop the recordings into so everyone could watch them back and every yeah. time I would put up a video I'd be it'd say sorry this song is copyright and the beat I'm not sure they'd never tell me what song of course so yeah. I wouldn't know which song but it was always the American ones it was never the yeah. Irish songs it was always the American ones they always pulled me on that for sure that's what that's so annoying a lot of people I know people have been personal training they were doing fitness videos and their videos just went off as well because yeah. of that or it mutes the video yeah. keeps playing but it totally yeah. mutes which is and you don't know and you don't know what songs are copyright mm. until you have it done <laughs> so i know it's, crazy. it's a bit of a nightmare but uh look so there we go if anyone else was wondering how do you or do you have to ask to perform songs or cover songs no you don't well you can but but <laughs> you can if you want you can be really nice <laughs> You can cover as many Lee Matthews songs as you want. Now I won't get them taken down. Don't worry. There we go. There we go. You're <laughs> safe there. And I suppose you write a lot of your own anyway. So you're not always doing covers and looking for uh, looking. You're not always having to get down that route. But uh, there we go. I've learned something new. Um. So that's that side of things. Um. Do you want everything I've wrote down? We kind of talked about it, I think. But um. You. I mean, look. You've been singing for years, but you weren't always into the country scene, were you? Or or were you? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. 
I started, uh, I'm 32 now, but 33 in June. I started singing when I was seven. And uh, I released my first album when I was eight, believe it or not. Wow. So I actually started, yeah, I started, I was a country singer. Uh, my mum used to bring me to all, all the, the Highland Radio concerts, which was in uh, Donegal, which would have been the biggest radio station local to us here in Tyrone. And I sang with Hugo Duncan, I sang with Brian Call, I sang with everyone, Daniel O'Donnell. I sang at, at Daniel's house at the, at the, at the Mary Festival in Cashla. Uh, I was on BBC with Hugo and Friends all, all when I was really, really young. So I did wow. the country circuit when I was young. And then... And you were, were you a bit of a, and I don't mean this in a, in a patronizing way, but you were yeah. a bit of a novelty then, I'm guessing, were you? Because you were so young and there wasn't was, anyone yeah, else yeah. young at that time. I was, I had a wee squeaky voice. And I, <laughs> it's always, it's always very hard for like young artists because, you know, you never really develop until your voice kind of breaks, you know, and, and then that's, that's when you become an artist. It's like, like we were talking about that Billy Gilman kid that did the song that I covered. Like he, he actually, he was really successful. And then when, his, when he got older and his voice broke, he, he never really had a, a strong career after that. And he was actually, he ended up in The Voice America two years ago. Oh. And people are like, oh my God, I remember you. You know, you know so it's, it's very, very difficult for someone to like sustain a child's career or a career after being a child kind of singer. But as I say, there is a novelty to it because, you know, everyone's looking at you, oh, this, this little kid, all oh, cute little kid getting up and singing. And they're just happy, they're just happy to see you up there singing and stuff. But I suppose for me, that was, I was always learning, you know, I was picking things up and that's, I grew, I kind of grew as a person and an artist because I did that. So it was, it was great experience to be, to be doing that from such a young age. Mm -hmm. And obviously now I'm, I'm back at the country. I came, I came for full circle because after that I went and, a complete different route altogether. I was in a, in a band and a record deals and stuff like that. And lived in America, lived in London. And, and I came back here in 2013. Released Cities, got our new dress on at the end of that year. And I haven't looked, haven't looked back since. Isn't it mad? And when you were in the, the bands and I can think, what genre was that? Or was it a bit of everything? Uh, when I, the first band I was in was called Streetways. It was, a, it was an international boy band. So it was basically, you know, an all our Backstreet Boys kind of a thing. That's 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 what they were going for. And I was I me I was from the north of Ireland, and then there was another guy, Donald Skeen, who's now a chef. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Donald Donald was from the south of Ireland, and there was a Swedish guy, there was a American guy, and then an English guy, Lee Hutton, and we basically went we were constantly in London and then we flew to New York and stuff and we did all these different things and then we we went to Orlando Florida and we met the manager of the Backstreet Boys who then managed us and he basically wanted to change the band and change the lineup and some of the guys that were originally in the band left the band and I continued on I lived over there and I did all that for a few years ended up back in London again it was just it was just such a world one it was it was so crazy because it's like I'm in the music scene at the minute, but what I was doing there was completely different. It was more like what you kind of see artists doing, uh, you know, when you're watching like behind the scenes things and stuff like that. That's that's the kind of stuff we were doing. We were constantly in cars, going to studios and stuff. There we go. <laughs> For anyone that is watching while he was talking there, I decided to do a little uh, YouTube search. And uh, it's true. He's not lying. It is true. It is fact. Yeah. So for anyone that's tuning you know on, on the video, for anyone that's listening on Spotify, I just held up 
a, a picture of Lee from the boy band. Um, two yeah. things, two things there. That hairdo was not my doing at all. So <laughs> don't. It is real though. It is real. It is. It is real. It, it doesn't look real though. That's, that's um, the thing about it. And was there just two Irish lads, and then the rest were English lads? Was it? There was I, but when we actually did that's I think that's from Childline in Dublin. Yeah, it is. Two thousand seven. Yeah. When we did that show, that was after. So Donald was in the band up. He was in the band, and then he he wasn't in the band the time we did that. So when we did that, I was the only Irish guy in the band. Uh, uh and that was when the back the Backstreet Boys manager was managing us at that stage, and um, basically I. So it's 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 crazy because you know you're talking about YouTube. YouTube wasn't even a thing when we were like in that band. Two thousand and seven. Like I remember sitting down. What was I? Two thousand seven. I was. Um, for 14, 15, 14. Like, I yeah. would have been sitting down watching that. Like, that was like, I used to record yeah. it. Oh my God, isn't it mad? And the white it's here. Crazy. We, we, I know we were all dressed in white. I'm I don't still know, here I don't watching know. it. Jesus, I'd want to turn it off. <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was. I think when you're, when you're in a boy band, because it's, it's so manufactured, you're just told, do this, wear this, yeah. get on stage, and you're just, yeah. okay. And how long were you we, in that band? I was doing that for years. So, I, that band then became, Another band called Access All Areas, another crazy oh, name. You, you got a bit older then, was it? And then you yeah, called it was, Access yeah, All Areas. Yeah. There wasn't PG anymore. There was no started, white. Started, Turn started into fall. leather, was it? I know. Leather falling out of clubs late at night and stuff. Nah, it was none of that. But uh, <laughs> it was funny. It's, it's crazy how those things go. But uh, they're so short-lived when you look back. But some of the best memories I had was in, in the band. And I still keep in contact with a few of the guys, you know. Which is which is really good, but everyone like now is grown up and they've got kids and everything, so time moves on. That is mad. And when did that band finish, or how long ago was it since? Was that just before you came back here, or? So, the last time I actually seen any of the guys in the band, and we we officially ended, it was in two thousand and eleven. Which so isn't that long? Ago. Ten years? That's not that mm, long ago, really. Like. No. But we, we, we have a group chat and we like talk and stuff like that. So which that's is great. 2007, that was Chiline. So yeah, you were together. Mm. Wow. I know. What's the group but chat it, called? Uh, just, I think it's... Are you allowed to all, all access areas or something. It's something, something like that there. Yeah, it's a play on the van. It's the van name. We'll get hijacked now. We'll get hacked now. Well, stop. Uh, you, you've got, you haven't been hacked or anything yet, have you? Oh, do you know, do you know what, do you know what's an absolute torture? I was talking about social media the earlier on. Constantly... Uh, getting tagged and like fake accounts on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And do you know what? You know what's annoying? If 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 you're actually, I'm actually verified on Facebook, but I don't know. You have your blue I tick. I don't know how. Maybe I'm. Not, I don't think I'm on Instagram enough. I think you have to be constantly on posting day day to day to get verified or something like that. But if they verified me, pe people would know that it was me. You should be verified though, because you've thirty thousand followers. But I sound like I a right creep, but what happens is before I interview somebody, I always just go onto the social media and see is there anything I don't know. And that's how I know. I don't like sit and look at your Instagram. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not verified. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not famous. I'm not famous enough. But I'm, you have I'm to give not, them an uh, email and we'll have to start a petition now to get Lee Matthews verified. Start a petition. Blue the only tip. reason why it's good good to be verified because then the people don't, you know, all these fake accounts. And they write to people. I hope people's not gullible enough to believe you know, I'm your, I'm your long lost uncle and send me 30,000 pounds. What? I define that too. <laughs> like if somebody sent me a message from a Lee Matthews page and said, Hey, you know, I'd be like, you know, or yeah. any, anyone famous or any singers yeah. or any well-known personalities, I would be like, ah, here, like, but some people apparently are a bit gullible. People, people send me and the, the guy's got, it's called like Lee Matthew. 
it doesn't even have an S at the end of it. And it's like, <laughs> it's like follows 5,000 people, two followers. And they're like, is this you? And I'm going, well, it's obviously not, you know, but no, but I'm just saying, I hope, I hope people just, I do hope that people don't send these guys money. I don't know what they're asking for, I but know. Uh, it's crazy. that it, It's such a dangerous world online now. Well, the reason I was asking you that, because I know a lot of other uh, singers in the scene had been hacked and lost pages and lost yeah, accounts. I've seen that, yeah. I mean, there's so many, Barry Kerwin, Shauna McStravock, Claudia Buckley, Claudia Lawler, David James. That's just like off the top of my head. Like, it's scary. that, And it, sh- it keeps happening, you know. It's crazy. And I, I don't know. I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but I've seen a lot of people that have been hacked, you know, and it's, it must be very frustrating, especially people that are building up their fan base and stuff like that. And it's because you need, you do need social media. Like, as, as I say, like, I'm trying to get more involved in Instagram and stuff. And like TikTok, my, my son's on TikTok all the time. He's mad about that. And I'm trying to get, kind of, I, I don't know how it works, but I, I love watching some of the silly videos on it, like the dog ones and stuff like that. But, I'm the uh, same. I don't really understand it, but I can, I can just, I can scroll. Yeah, I can yeah. manage that much. You know, when I first saw it, I hated it. I was like, what's this here? This is really same. annoying. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't get over it. I was just like, no, I was like, no, I don't like it. It's not for me. And yeah. now, now I now now you probably, like me, I sit at nighttime in bed and I'm looking yes. and I realise, hey, I've been sitting there for an hour looking at stupid dog videos, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm the one that posts <laughs> videos because I have a puppy, so I, I post. Oh, right, there you go. You know the little, have you seen the Mario Kart one where you line up the treats on the floor and um, in a in a in like a squiggly line and then you get yeah, the dog yeah. too? I've done that, like, that's, yeah. yeah, maybe I'm gone a bit, I'm a bit old for that, but anyway, your son, is, what age is your son? He's probably perfect TikTok age. He's nine. Oh, He's nine. He actually, oh. He actually, he actually has like a, I think he's over a thousand followers on TikTok. <gasps> yeah, something like that. But I think he's got, I don't know, likes. I don't know how it works, you see. There's yeah, likes different. Followers. So he's more than you anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have only, I only like basically made one video like three days ago or something like that. Because I, I haven't got a clue how, how it works. We'll have to go and see, is it any good? I know. <laughs> Um. So that's Jesus. How do we get on to that? Oh yeah, I was asking about the hacking. We better do this quick fire round before I forget. I, I warned you about it at the start. Um. So I have about ten questions here, short and sweet. One answer, two answer job, kind of whatever comes into your head straight away, and uh, it's all just a bit of fun and a bit of crack. Is there a timer? Is there or something? No. Like that? Well, no, but kind of quick. You know, <laughs> I don't want too many gaps. Um. But we'll see how you get right. on. So this is the quick fire round with Lee Matthews. Lee, who is your favorite American singer? Um, Gary Levox from Rascal Flatts. Oh, yes. I've seen Rascal Flatts live. American country singer. He's my favorite American country singer. There we go. Him and Zach Brown. Yes, two good choices. Uh, what is your favorite country song to listen to? Fast cards, fast cards and freedom, Rascal Flats. That's my favorite one. <laughs> uh, do you prefer to perform a jive or a waltz, or like a faster song, an upbeat song, or a slower song? Faster song. Can you dance? No. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I when I was in the boy band, I was a, I was a, you know the guy. Oh, you have to dance. Yeah, no, but I was the one that like stood there and the guys around me danced and they made me look good because I just so you just like, kind of swayed. I just yeah, yeah. Like I, I when I, I just did an arm fold or something like that and they would do like the, the backflip in front of me. So I was one of those guys. I haven't changed. I, I can actually I'm a great dancer with a few drinks in me. I was gonna say your Mind choreographer's you. dream, so when you were in the band. 
<laughs> no, I, uh, dance that I cannot. I, I'm not a great dancer, but I'm I'm, all, I'm okay. I'm okay. You have not... rhythm. We know that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is your favorite Irish singer or band? Um, well, the Water Boys are kind of half Irish, half Scottish. But uh, do you know who I actually love? My favorite, the High Kings. I think they're great. Yes, they are. I love the High Kings. I love the Water Boys too, though. I, they're but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, both of them very good. And Chris, Christy Moore. Yeah, sure. Who, who doesn't love him? Um, do you prefer to perform at a concert or a dance? A dance. Why? Because people are having more fun. And you can, you know, people are more happy and they're talking and they're, when, when you're at a concert, it's kind of everyone sitting in silence. Yeah, it's up to you to get them going. It's up to you to get them going, but it's kind of like, I kind of, I feel more alive when people around me are alive as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard to sing a real fast song when you're in a concert and people are all sitting down because they can't really get up to enjoy it. So I do, I prefer the dances. Dances and like outdoor concerts, yeah. like a festival yeah. kind of thing, yeah. I get you, yeah. What is your favourite venue to gig in or the best gig you've ever done? Best gig I've ever done? Um, that's, a, that's a tough one. Childline 2000. I'd have to say Childline. <laughs> you know what? I have to say because like I got the chance to play live in front of 10,000 people at the point and, and Childline. And that the point that was the point before the point. Yeah, it is now, the two, I it? love the old point. I really yeah. loved it. Like it was, was it was great. there was actually the way it was built. There was such a great noise of coming from the yeah. crowd of it. But now it's kind of changed because you're up on the balcony and stuff. Yeah, I'm not. But mad it, I do love thing. I do love the three arena. I, w- I wouldn't mind playing the three arena now. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but uh, there was just something about you know the fact that uh, I uh, got to play there, and obviously I could say the late late show too with my band. That's that's probably that was a dream come through for me so th- those two were the definitely the number number ones shared and and with regards kind of i suppose the social dance scene have you a favorite venue in ireland that you like to perform at you know like the um, like the melon or the mcwilliam or the allingham is any of them that just your favorite the, one I, lo- I love them all i really do love them all like and there's sometimes when you go down south like it was great to be the first time we ever went down south to the, the mallow the hazel tree um people would have said oh you have to play an older program down there you know but some of the people are so nice and, and the crowd the crowd's always offered and even down the the, the west of the country all all the, the dance venues down there there you can't really pick one out because it's it's unique every one of them is unique mm-hmm. very good um they're all who, my favorites good good answer stay neutral who is your biggest fan oh there's there's a girl called lisa who follows me and she's been there from the very very start uh, Lisa and Geraldine and um, there's loads there's so many fans I can't you know there's there's, there's loads. a few there's, that always stick out and they there always there is a few always, always stick out and I wouldn't forget about anybody there's there's loads and loads of, of people that has been there from the very very start and fair play to them you know and, and they're all but I see Lisa on every day and she's always tagging me and stuff so I'd, I'd say Lisa's doing a great job you know uh, she's constantly on there uh, uh, saying she's streaming my songs and stuff like that but everybody is everybody plays a part I couldn't pick anybody out that's good. that's good well i'm sure lisa be tuned in so so hello lisa oh, she will be she hello, will lisa. be good stuff um do you play any instruments yeah i do you play uh guitar i play drums uh not very good mind you <laughs> but uh that's that's why i don't i don't play them in my band but i, I just i strum a bit of guitar but i grew up when i actually grew up uh when i was really younger i was told to learn the cornet it's my my little brother chris he's learning now at the minute but I, I think I was brutal at it, to be honest with you. 
But uh, I don't know why they make you learn those th- those things. It's like the re- you know the recorders. Yeah, random so, that you're never yeah. going to use in life. I've never heard a recorder in my life in any song. And even life. as even as a musician, like, and I'm a musician too, like, I yeah. still don't appreciate it. Like, yeah, I, I think it's the most silliest thing. At and least it's, it, it's, it's like, the you know, at least if you learn the tin whistle, there's some purpose for that, but not. It, it, yeah, it sounds ten times better straight away. You know, yeah. what I mean? the recorder is like, yeah. but uh, I play, I strum a bit of guitar. Do you know what? Do you know what it's great for when I play the guitar? Because I wouldn't, I'm not a good guitarist, but when you're I'm okay, writing, you know, though, I, I say it's, when I'm writing music, that's exactly what it's for. And then when I get on stage, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the country songs, people always like, people in different genres of music always make fun of like country music that are called the four chord country or three chord country. So because most songs are three or four chords. Which is true because a, yeah. a lot of my songs are that. So that's probably why I get away with with, with playing it on stage because a lot of the songs I write are those three or four chords. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's what that's that's all I do. So guitar, right. guitar, and a bit of drums. Very good. Um, and the recorder. Um, recorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's number one. You should bring that out now for when the touring gets back. You know, you'd be know, the first definitely. one to do it. I mean, in the I country music scene. Do a whole al- do a whole album. Lee Matthews on the recorder. Oh, I can't even <laughs> process that. That'd be bad. Um, what is your favorite local radio station? Um, do you know this? I never ever listen to the radio anymore. And do, I, when I do listen to the radio, it's by accident. When I'm I listen the same. to it, podcast, Spotify, Spotify. I don't listen to radio, and I do not watch TV. I don't watch. That's, you know, <laughs> I watch football. That's what that's, I watch. That's football the way it's gone now, isn't it? Football, Netflix, I binge watch uh, series, uh, films, and I never watch TV, and I never listen to radio. Yeah, I never sit it's down like and watch live TV anymore. It's always pre-recorded. Exactly. Netflix, yeah. That's what mad, kind of, what, what, what kind of shows are you into at the minute? So I just finished Suits. All right, very good. And I just finished Desperate Housewives. I just finished both of them in a week, so I'm like, ah, and I'm... I, I'm nearly finished Peaky Blind no I've finished Peaky Blinders up to date of course Villa coming back into it love my Birmingham <laughs> um Peaky Blinders I actually watch Game of Thrones all right yeah that'd be me what about yourself that's that's a real throwback the Desperate Housewives because I, I remember that being on when I was like 16 same 15, 16. Tuesday nights RT1 yeah. at half nine and I remember yeah. watching it every week and I hadn't watched it in oh god 10 12 years so that's what i i done the last and it was great because i was nearly at the end and i was watching it on amazon prime and yeah. my subscription was up today and i literally watched the last episode last night oh well there you go i watched yeah. uh i'm desperately waiting for ozark season three to come out okay. i love that i love the real nitty gritty kind of shows uh raid so into line of duty and all that kind of thing no i haven't seen that but i heard everybody on about it but I, I, uh, it's definitely that's one I have to get watching next because we've just, I just finished the crown. Oh yes, um, the crown! Oh my god, yes, and Downton. Yeah, it's other two. It's, it's very good. It was such a, it was crazy though. I don't want to wreck it for anybody, but when halfway through when they changed the actors, you're like, oh yeah, I prefer the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a few show. There was a few shows like that when, like, uh, there was a, there was a show I watched before too where, then season one was like a certain amount of actors, and then they just completely changed the whole thing in season two. It throws you off. Yeah. No, absolutely. 
I'm a difficult, you know what I do is if I can't, you know how obviously the suspense and you're waiting to see and then it'll end on an episode and you're waiting for the next one, I Google everything so I know what's going to oh, come Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you like it, Game you of it for yourself? I, I do, but, <laughs> but in Game of Thrones I had to, because for Game of Thrones I spent half the time yeah. like that because I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's, so, so um, short answer, no, we didn't even know. The question was, what's your favorite local radio station? Oh, that, well, and Hi- the answer Radio. Is, and the answer is Highland Netflix. Radio. Highland Radio. <laughs> Netflix. I'll say Netflix. Highland Radio because it's, it, is, it is the... Uh, Highland Radio was the big one for country music, without a doubt. And go. there's some uh, great, great new DJs on there as well. And obviously, you know, a good friend of mine, P.O. McCann, was, was a DJ on there. He passed away, sadly, this year. And P.O., we we're talking about interviews earlier on. He always would have had me on for an interview. And it's just a sad that uh, didn't get the chance to get on with him this year, you know. But it's crazy we've lost so many, so many great people in this scene this year. It's very, Absolutely. very, very sad. No, it has been sad, especially when yeah. they can't be sent off like they deserve, and you know you can't have that proper funeral. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, no, it has been has been tough. And and Pio, when Pio actually passed away, it was just, and it had his funeral because I. I think at the time you were you were allowed to go to the funeral. I was actually I had COVID. That is why I had isolated for two weeks during that. So I never even got to go to the funeral. Oh my god! And are you okay? Yeah. Had you any big side effects of COVID, or just you no. had it? And that was. I've had I've had worse colds. <laughs> or worse was, hangovers. Worse hangovers. Worse, oh, worse hangovers. But you know, obviously, a lot of people's been badly affected by it. I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, we've two more to go. We're going. We get. We're getting a bit scattered now. We're going off topic altogether. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite song to sing? Favorite song to sing. Um, Rob, uh, Robert Palmer, "Addicted to Love." We used to do a cover of that there in the band. I loved singing that song. Which, but I love with, with which band? With Streetwise? No, the Lee Matthews band. Oh, okay. We, 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 yeah, we would do that song at our gigs. I love I love I love um, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of 80s music as well. Yeah, as I love that too. Oh, cheesy, like just cheesiness yeah, and like cheesy. all about like, the love and oh, I love it because 80s was such a happy time. I think even though I, did, I was I was born in 88, but I kind of grew up because I grew up in a big house with my uncles and my, my aunties and my granny and my, my mom and stuff. And they, they were all influenced by the 80s music. So I, I would have grew up watching like 80s things and like things from the 80s, like Knight Rider and all those kind of things and the music is so synonymous and it's, it's just basically it's, it's actually having a revival now at the minute too when hmm. you listen to guys like the weekend and cole plays a new song at the minute and it sounds completely 80s oh does it so it's, it does yeah the brand okay, new song check that out but uh i love i love singing i love singing that stuff because it reminds me of like happy memories when i was really young and hearing those songs in the radio hmm. so, so that's outside of the country music outside of my love for country music i would 80s is just it's yeah. my it's my hobby very good. And the last one now, I don't know, you're going to struggle to answer this one because we've already found out so much about you. The last question is, tell us something we don't know about you or a secret or something. But you, you've, you've told us a lot. So there's always stuff you never know, isn't there? Yeah, um, is there anything else? Is there anything else you can share with us? But we've, <laughs> you've gave us a lot. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just I'm just. Don't, I'm just have you any hobbies? Any hobbies oh, that we might know about? Well, like, do you knit in your spare time or so? I'm a, do you know what I love? I love gaming. 
I absolutely love gaming. I got a PlayStation like it, Five. Okay. I just got my ha- I got my hands on one last week, and uh, I'm a mad. I was madly into my PS4. I love playing FIFA. I love uh, what else? Do I love doing up until the lockdown. I, I was in the gym five days a week, so I love training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've I've what I've been doing. I've been running out in the roads now over the last year. I go like three or four times a week. I go runs, so people would see me in like Straban and stuff. But I usually wear like a hat or a, a beanie hat or something like that. But uh, people might see me running around if anybody knows me. Um, so I'm always running the roads. There we go. I'll have to tell my sisters, keep an eye out for you. She does, uh, she's, she's in Letterkenny, but she does, pop oh, across, she does pop across to Asda in Straban. Oh, they all, they all do that in Letterkenny. Oh, my favourite shop ever is Asda. Yeah. Oh, I, Asda. And, and it's just, and like I did, a bit of work because I would film my my TV show up in Oma in yeah, and yeah. in Fintana and I'd be up the north go bit and like my highlight of the day any money I ever make up the north is spent in Asda two hours later. Oh, do you know what? Asda gives me the the fear. I swear to God, it's like it's like do you know when there's so many people and they're in there and they're behind you and they're, yeah. they're looking to grab stuff. And is and this I, since COVID or just in general? In general, shops. <laughs> I'm just a typical man. I don't like shopping. I, I, do you know what I like shopping? I love, I love going into Asda at about maybe after eight o'clock at night. I would actually prefer to go at like one in the morning when there's yeah. nobody about. Mm-hmm. Just grab my things, throw them in the trolley, and just get out of there as quick as I can. One you know question. I mean? <laughs> why? And pl- like, I, I'm sure I'm not the only Irish person who has this complaint, but why or oh, why do shops not open till 12 or one o'clock in the north? To 12? Oh, d- during the day? Yeah. Uh, no, Sundays. You land up, great days shopping, and then everywhere is shut, and it doesn't open till twelve or one o'clock. You know what? I don't bad. get that at all. It's bad. I don't get. I don't get that, and you know, I think they're trying to like lift all those restrictions. I think it's the Sunday thing, isn't it? I think it's due to due to maybe um I don't know something to do with the religious thing or something like that. I'm not too sure why it's like that, but if it was up to me, they should be open all the time. Yeah, make more money, you know. You know what I mean? Twenty four hours. That was the great thing about America. Whenever I lived over there, everything was open. You could literally get anything at any time of the night. I say I love Asda, but I love Walmart even more. Oh, Walmart. Yeah, I actually do like Walmart because everything's oh. bigger and, and they always have all this stuff. You're like, is this really a thing? You know what yeah. I mean? You're like looking at it going. Yeah, like oh, the bacon, cheese, marshmallow yeah. sauce or yeah. something random. Oh my God, I just love get, going to America and just. And I, like Lay's, Lay's bags of crisps, like 20 times bigger than the ones here. It's the oh, I cannot <laughs> wait to go again. I usually go every year, and oh, please God, please God, crispy creams. I love getting the crispy creams when I go to America. Yeah, and in the airport, you always, you always oh. see everyone going around with the big boxes coming home. But they yeah, do them yeah, in yeah. Ireland, don't they? So it's not they do them they, in Dublin. But it, it's a good thing, you know, because every time I come back from America, I'm always a stone heavier. You're least. not the only one. So is it? It's <laughs> every. It's a it's definitely a problem, you know. So it's it's probably a good thing that they've kept all the good stuff over there. Yeah. Oh, but it's mad when you look at the difference between like, why don't we have that stuff? <laughs> but even I, I look at Asda and I'm like, why don't we have that sort of thing down here? Or why is things cheaper off? Oh, but anyway, we're getting very deep now. I'm getting very deep asking these sort of questions. So do you know what? I think it's time to call it to call it uh, call a stop to this interview because I'm getting like whoever thought on a country music podcast I'd start <laughs> discussing why Target and Walmart and Asda have things that Super Value and Tesco don't. I know. <laughs> okay, 
it's time to it's time to go and make another cup of tea lee it's been so lovely to chat to you and uh, get to know you a bit better and hopefully to all our listeners you have also um found out a bit more about lee matthews and uh, sure if you're ever in strabane keep an eye out from either in tesco after eight o'clock or running the roads with a beanie on but lee look you've new songs coming out during the summer so we look forward to um to hearing them and your new song at the moment and of course people can check you out on your social media where you're very busy very busy over on your social media <laughs> very busy i'm trying to i'm trying to get busier yeah trying to get busier so you trying can go over busier. there and uh, give them a follow and a like and check out the new song and check them out on uh, youtube and all that fun stuff and um, so again lee thank you so much for coming on the podcast we really appreciate it and it was great to catch up with you Thanks for, thanks for interviewing me as well. And I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody who over the past maybe two years has been still listening to my music. They haven't gone away and I haven't forgot about you. And that's why I basically I'm coming back out with more music again. So thank you very much for that as well. No problem, Lee. Thank you. And as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Mind yourselves, stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. Slán. <laughs>